On this AV profession, we look at the importance of growth tracks for your employees. How do you define it? And what's the best way to set up a compensation plan based on growth and performance? All that and more, next on the AV profession. The network for the AV industry. What are you listening to? This. This is AV. This. This. This is AV Nation. This is AV Nation. This is the AV Profession, Episode 15, Growth Tracks. AV Nation is brought to you by Sure, because every voice matters. This is the AV Profession, the show that looks at a ways to make your audiovisual business better. My name is Tim Albright. I am your host. Today, we're talking with Brad, Brad Malone from Navigate Management Consulting about the importance of growth tracks for your employees. Good morning, Brad. Morning. Uh, first of all, before we get started in this, uh, define for me what uh, a growth track for, in your guys' mind. Well, it's how you move three people through uh, competence, training, skills. So we may hire somebody as an apprentice, and that apprentice is supposed to do three things, you know, carry things without dropping them, uh, help people do other things, and then watch and learn. And then when they watch and learn, it may be how do you pull a cable, not like pull a cable through a wall and tear it, but how do you put in a J-hook correctly? How do you do conduit correctly? So it's, it's teaching people the skills and then checking them off as they learn them. So because that apprentice, the one thing they don't want to be is an apprentice forever. Yeah. So what are the five or six things that I need to do to prove that I'm not one anymore? And where are those written? And where are the rules on how to kind of win that, that game? How do we keep score and how do I win? And I, I want to win typically by following a standard uh, and following a growth path. So that growth path is, you know, apprentice to tech one, to tech two, to lead tech, and then maybe field supervisor. But each of them uh, is a clear route. Uh, they're also objective ways to measure. You either crimped that wire well or you didn't. You either hung that uh, display well or you didn't. You program well or you didn't. And things become more complex the higher up in that chain you move. How often do you revisit or, or assess an employee's progress along the growth track? I think that that quarterly, for sure, we often do performance appraisals yearly which I think is is too late or not enough. Um, their growth plan, you know, this year, Tim, you're going to move from lead tech one to lead tech two. And why? Because you said you wanted to. So here's your skill matrix now. This is how we would rate you. And do you agree with that rating? This is what you have to do in order to move. Let's lay out a training plan and talk monthly on how you're moving across that that spectrum of, skills and then end of year or whenever you reach it we now can look at compensation because a lead tech two ought to be paid more than a lead tech one i'm adding more value yeah. but it's it's not a i often find again performance appraisals are yearly and we say well you get a five percent raise this year well why well because you exist <laughs> and and we're going to make you a lead tech three why well because you have 20 years of one year experiences but, you know, you've been here 20 years, so we will take care of you. It's like, one, but what about the guys who are younger who actually want to grow? How can I measure them against the, 
a person who actually doesn't want to grow and just kind of wants to write it out. So it, it's, again, uh, very measurable. Uh, it's objective as far as we can make it. Um, and people know the rules. When you're talking with clients or talking with other, other integrators, why would you say setting out a path like this for your employees is important for their success, but also for the success of, of the company? Well, they need to know that they can stay there at the company and actually be successful um, and grow and make it a profession. I think uh, companies who don't really show the path, there comes a point in time when their people say, well, I'm kind of tapped out here or I'm capped out. I, can, I don't see a, a future here because there's three or four people ahead of me that got to die in order for me to make my way in. And so I'm going to leave because there's opportunity elsewhere. And so it's, it's laying out, you know, why would I not want in a company 10 lead tech threes uh, as opposed to I've got like one or two. So the goal is to, um, to have people grow and also see it as a profession because now I can, you know, go home and be proud of what I do share with people what I do as opposed to, well, I'm a tech over here. No, I know these 28 skills and these six programming uh, skills. Yeah. Uh, you you kind of mentioned this when we talked about, you know, you get a 5% raise just because right. you exist. But, but how do you, what, what is the best way to set up a, a compensation plan? I think that, track? yeah, there, I think there's, there's three things that need to be part of compensation and maybe four. Uh, one is a cost of living increase and that, should be you know tacked to the consumer price index so every year at the same point end of fiscal year uh, we get everybody a one percent raise why because that's just the cost of living we also have uh, bands and quadrants so if you're a lead tech one you might get paid anywhere from 25 to 30 dollars an hour uh, and that would be coastal um, and then it, we would look at where you're at in those quadrants. So if you're just beginning a lead tech one, you might be paid 25. If you are moving through, but still a lead tech one, but are adding value, you might over a year or two move to 28, $29, but you're in a band. And then a lead tech two has a little bit bigger band that overlaps. So when I move from, uh, lead tech one to lead tech two, I move to another band. Uh, which has core tiles. The third piece is bonus and bonus ought to be based on profit and you can do spot bonus plans or you can do net profit uh, bonus plans with people. But now I'm incentivizing behavior and competence out in the field. When, and then, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, when you do the bonus plans really quickly, uh, are, are you basing it on individual jobs that that particular employee is on? Are you basing it on, on company-wide? You could do both. I okay. think if you knock one out of the park, then you get like a little spot bonus, which might be like 500 bucks because it's like going, you just knock that one out of the park. I think there also needs to be though, for the whole operations team uh, and anybody in, uh, included in that. So procurement, warehouse, all those people that are making the jobs happen. We ought to have a net profit pool that let's say we need to make 10% net to keep the company whole. Anything above uh, 10%, we're gonna split half and half with the company and that half goes into a pool that's distributed quarterly. And then it's a, a dashboard, it's a scoreboard. People see that 
man, we're making things happen. Because otherwise what you have is people who don't know how they're going to get a raise or haven't got a raise in a while or look at other people who get raises and they don't. And they say, I'm just going to work an an hour of overtime every day. There, that's my raise. (laughs) <laughs> now, you don't want that no. um, at all, but you, you get a lot of that because people don't understand, one, how the company makes money, what their growth path is, and how they have to perform to make that, uh, and then we're bonusing the, the wrong uh, behavior. And then the, the fourth piece would be profit sharing, which is okay. at the end of the year, like a 401k. You, you kind of hit on something I, w- I want to end this episode with. Mm-hmm showing folks that they're making a difference, right? Absolutely. Explain that. Explain that desire to to, to make an impact or make a difference from the employee's perspective. Well, it's it's motivation for one. People like to keep score and they like to win. Um, And if I can see the direct correlation between my efforts and winning and I get rewarded for that, that win, either a thank you or a monetary bonus or something like that, I'm going to want to win more. If I go and I work my uh, butt off on a project and I know the company made profit and what they do is say, thanks, but oh, by the way, we're going to have you come in over the weekend and work on another nasty project. It's like going, well, wait a minute. What am, why am I here doing this when the company isn't sharing it's in its success? Yeah. So it's also the visible scoreboard. We've got a, you know, one, in an aligned company, we're keeping score on stuff that matters. And two, we're showing it and showing how people contribute. All right. Very good. That'll be a good place to stop. Mr. Brad Malone from Navigate. Thank you, sir. Thank you. How, how can people get a hold of you and Navigate? The best place is to go to our website, www.navigatemc.com. Thanks, right. Tim. Very good. Brad Malone from Navigate. Uh, for more information about us, you can find us at avnation.tv. Aviation.tv.